Welcome to Fantasy or Reality, the GPP. Whatever road you took to get here doesn't matter. What matters is you're here. My hope is that we all can help one another in this journey. Welcome back, everyone. This is Steve, your lovely, lovely host. Uh, this is going to be episode eight. Uh, my last day to bet was 5 2 21. So there's a few things I'm going to talk about in this episode here. Um, a lot of it's going to be about music and recovery, uh, songs that have really helped me a lot in my recovery these last seven months, songs I've really, uh, you know, enjoyed that, you know, they may not be recovery related, but I can draw a lot for my recovery, the ideas that come from them. And I'll go into some of the lyrics and why they're important to me. But before I get into that, there's just a few things I want to talk about. So I was just on an episode with uh, Mr. Brian Hatch, the lovely Mr. Hatch, on All in the Addicted Gamblers podcast, which was really, really great, really fun. Um, I got to play one of my songs on there. I really appreciate him putting that on there. You know, Brian couldn't be a nicer guy. He's been very helpful uh, in my seven months of recovery. I've been in contact with him for the last six months. He's always been a really wonderful guy. So I just want to thank him for allowing me to come on there, talk about this podcast, talk about my recovery. And it's just, it's always fun talking to Brian, you know, him and I are close in age. Um, we're both uh, fathers of young kids and uh, we're both a little goofy. You may not get that from some of my episodes considering I'm typically very serious, but um, yeah, so I just uh, I really enjoyed being on that podcast, talking about um, what I'm doing with this podcast, talking about my recovery, talking about my therapy, basically everything that I talk about on here, Brian and I talked about. And like I said, it was really fun being able to play one of my songs, which will be you know one of the songs I talk about on here also. So thanks again, Brian. Um, secondly is... I've been seeing a lot of FanDuel sportsbook advertising. Every time I open up Facebook, uh, I see it in ads everywhere. So I, I would guess or assume, which I shouldn't do. Um, either way, I just believe that there are a lot of us out there who are either sports gamblers or daily fantasy gamblers. So I just want to put this out there. Just be careful, be cognizant of the fact that I believe sometime in the new year, FanDuel, probably DraftKings are going to be opening up a sports book in New York. I know that they have them in New Jersey and probably other places, but since I'm in New York, I'm seeing it advertised to me uh, on Facebook and on several other, you know, ads I see. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to, you know, cautious, you know, be cautious. We always have to be cognizant of our triggers, you know, that kind of stuff doesn't trigger me, but I know it could easily trigger someone else. Uh, thirdly, before I jump into the songs uh, that mean a lot to me, why they mean a lot to me, is uh, another friend of mine, Jamie, he recommended a book that I read. Uh, well, I listen to it on tape in, tr in my truck because I drive all the time, called The Four Agreements, and that's going to be a topic I think I'm going to want to get into probably in depth um, in other episodes. It really struck a chord with me. A lot of it is stuff I'm already trying to put in place or have been putting in place. And I really liked the way that it was talked about. Uh, 
um, the book, The Four Agreements. Um, it was written by, um, oh my goodness, Miguel Ruiz, uh, I believe in 97, something like that. Um, but the four agreements are, one, be impeccable with your word. Two, don't take anything personally. Three, don't make assumptions, like I just said. And four is always do your best. So I'm not going to dive too deep into that right now. But I found this to be a very helpful book. Uh, or, you know, like I said, I listened to it on tape, which is, you know, the same thing. Uh, at least for me, driving, you get the same information. I found that to be very beneficial to me. I would think that if you're listening to a podcast like this, it would probably be beneficial for you. So if you get a chance, you know, read it, take a listen. I'm probably going to talk about the four agreements in further episodes. So anyways, I shall dive into the first song that really meant a lot to me in my recovery, why it meant a lot to me in my recovery. And hopefully some of you will know it. And if you don't, take a listen. So this song is called Dig by Incubus. Um, to me, I, you know, I don't believe that it was written uh, for recovery reasons, but I, I take a lot out of it. So I'm going to just read some of the lyrics here and there and kind of talk to you about why it meant a lot to me and maybe it'll mean a lot to you. Um, also, I'd like it, you know, if you guys or gals could maybe send me some of the songs that mean a lot to you in your recovery. Uh, email me at fantasy or reality at yahoo.com. Let me know what songs mean a lot to you. Uh, and I'll take a listen. Maybe I'll talk about those in future episodes. So this song starts off the beginning uh, lyrics are we all have a weakness, but some of ours are easy to identify. Look me in the eye and ask for forgiveness. We'll make a pact to never speak that word again. Yes, you are my friend. Now, to me, what this first part, you know, really hit with me is we all have a weakness, right? We all have, you know, some of us have addiction issues. Some of us have anxiety, depression, whatever. Um, now, for me, this hit home because I started listening to it early on in my recovery. We all have a weakness. Mine is addiction, gambling addiction. Um, so for me, it was easy to identify. Um, you know, at this time I was having a rough time with my wife, you know, so this kind of hit home with me, look me in the eye and ask for forgiveness. We'll make a pact to never speak that word again, which to me means I'm going to do everything I can work my butt off to make sure I don't relapse, make sure I don't ever hurt you again, never lie again, never do these things to bring this hurt again. Um, so that really meant a lot to me. And then it goes on. We all have something that digs at us. At least we dig each other. So when weakness turns my ego up, I'll know you count on the me from yesterday. Now that can mean a few things. Uh, at first, when I heard that, I was thinking, you know, you can count on me from before my addiction. Now to me, I feel like I'm a, a better version of myself. So it doesn't apply so much to me anymore. But um, I like the part. So when weakness turns my ego up. So say someone was to relapse or, you know, start going down a, a, a tough path. You know, it's the two of us can almost support each other, basically. So um, 
Yeah, and then the chorus, if I turn into another, dig me up from under what is covering the better part of me. Sing this song, remind me that we'll always have each other when everything else is gone. Pretty self-explanatory. So if I turn into another, if I go back into my addiction, if I if I fall back onto my depression or or whatever that is to you, to me, you know, that person that means a lot to you, whether it be your your wife, your husband, your spouse, could be your best friend, it could be whoever in your life means a lot to you. Dig me up from under what is covering the better part of me. The better part of me is me, this person in recovery. This is the best version of myself, like I said. So if I ever was to slip back or start sliding back, my wife or your significant other would be there to prop you up and help you. Um, then the next part of this song really means a lot to me. We all have a sickness that cleverly attaches and multiplies no matter how we try. That part really stuck out to me. I probably don't have to explain it, but we all have a sickness. Like I said, for myself, it's addiction. Gambling, in the past, it was narcotics issues. You know, we call this addiction a, a sickness, a disease um, that cleverly attaches and multiplies. So, like we say a lot in, in recovery, uh, and... I figured out the hard way is if you let it lie dormant, it will come back to bite you. So like I've said in the past, I've been clean since 2009 and, you know, I went to recovery for about a year, but then thought I was past it and it, and it lied in wait. You know, I didn't work on myself. I didn't stay vigilant. So seven, yeah, about seven years later when it popped back up, you know, it cleverly attached and multiplied and it came back as a gambling addiction and got, you know, just as bad or worse than some of my drug addictions. Now it goes on. We all have someone that digs at us. At least we dig each other. So when sickness turns my ego up, I know you'll act as a clever medicine. So, you know, for me, it's my wife. She's my clever medicine. Also, my recovery is my medicine. You know, the, the, the people in this, these groups, everybody, we, we, we work together to help one another so that our sickness, our disease, whatever you want to call it. Some people aren't comfortable calling it that, but just for the sake of this song. So when sickness turns my ego up, I know you'll act as a clever medicine. The people in your life, like I said, my wife, my my recovery, my therapy, that'll be my clever medicine to make sure my ego doesn't turn up and I don't slip back into my sickness. So this has been a song that really meant a lot to me. I listen to it a lot still to this day. Uh, when my son and I, Luke, go to the gym, it's a song that he really loves. We listen to it on the way there. We sing it together. It's been one of these songs that has you know grown to mean a lot in our family. And aside from it meaning a lot, it's just a great song. It really is. Brandon Boyd is an incredible singer. Um, I wish I could sing like him maybe one day. But uh, yeah, so to me, Dig by Incubus is one of my favorite songs and really has meant a lot to me in my recovery. Uh, moving on, another band that's always meant a lot to me is 311. So 
they say something that I have tattooed on my chest, something that uh, I really enjoy about this band is it's a very positive band. And they say it a lot. They, they used to say it a lot at the end of their concerts. It's in one of their songs. Uh, Stay positive and love your life, which is what I'm doing now. I always tried to live by that, but I would always slip back into negativity. would always end up hating myself or loathing myself or not feeling good enough or, or whatever. But now today, I really do everything I can to stay positive, and I, I truly love my life. So one of their songs that really has meant a lot to me is called Dodging Raindrops. 311 Dodging Raindrops. So it starts off, why do I stay inside? I should be living life instead of watching through the window. No use in playing safe. Not gonna hesitate. I know the storm is only mental. So to me, that could mean several things. Living in addiction, living in depression, living in anxiety. You know, why do I stay inside? I stay inside my head when I could come outside, come into recovery, when I should be living life instead of watching through the window. I'm not going to hesitate because I know the storm is only mental. Everything that we feel in our addiction, everything I felt in my addiction, it's, it's all in our head. It's us telling ourselves we're not good enough. It's us feeling that we're not good enough. And there's so many other things. It's, it's especially in a gambling addiction. It's so mental. It's so much in our heads. Uh, anyway, so it keeps going. I'm letting go, giving up the control. I'm ready to go wherever the wind blows. I want to see where the road's going to lead. Time is ticking and the world's not waiting on me. So I'm letting go, giving up the control. So when we come into recovery, that's basically what we have to do. We have to let go and give up control. Everything we've done up to this point, we've tried to control our addiction. We've tried to control our gambling. And we're learning to let go. I'm ready to go wherever the wind blows. So wherever this path is going to lead us, we know it's better than what we've been doing, where we've been going. So when I surrendered, when I let go, I was just to the point where I didn't even care where I was heading. I mean, of course I cared. I, I wanted to stay with my wife and my family and my kids, but I was so done with living that life of lies, the one I had led off and on over the last few years and the self-hate, I, I couldn't do it anymore. So I was ready to go wherever the wind blows. I want to see where the road's going to lead. I want to see where it's going to take me. It's got to be better than where I'm at in the beginning when everything came crashing down. Time is ticking and the world's not waiting on me. I'm 37 years old. Some people don't get this until much later in life. Some people get it earlier. But time's ticking and the world's not waiting on me. Which basically means no matter what age really, you have to do this. You can get the support from anyone, from the people in your life that love you. But the world's not waiting on me. I have to do this. If I don't put the work in, if I don't want to change, nothing that anyone else in this world who cares about you or anyone else can't do anything to help you if you're not ready to help yourselves. So, and so moving on, this is the chorus, which really means a lot to me. I've been dodging raindrops for far too long. 
these clouds over my head, they won't move on. I've been dodging raindrops, trying not to get wet. I've been dodging raindrops for far too long. This is a great metaphor. This really could mean, like I said, anything. It could mean anything in your life that's dragging you down. So I've been dodging raindrops for far too long. Basically, I've been trying to control my gambling. I've been trying to stop on my own, trying to fix things on my own. But what happens? You go out in the rain. Good luck trying to dodge raindrops. You're going to get hit. You're going to get soaking wet. It's going to weigh you down. These clouds over my head, they won't move on. That's pretty self-explanatory. You know, the the dark clouds hanging over your head, the lies, the self-hatred, everything that comes along with addiction. I've been dodging raindrops, trying not to get wet. I've been dodging raindrops for far too long. You know, um, like I spoke about in the last episode, I, I was addicted to drugs off and on for years until I was 25. And then the gambling was on and off from uh, about 17 uh, until this year. So I was trying to dodge those raindrops for far too long in my life. Um, and I'm done, man. Uh, I'm in recovery for the long haul. I'm going to do whatever I got to do to make sure I never gamble again, never drink again, never touch another drug in my life. I love where I am today. And I know no matter what happens in life, there are going to be ups and downs, no matter what. Something in life is going to happen that's going to bring you down. You, you, you got to be ready for those days. That's what recovery is so important for is, yes, stopping your gambling, stopping your addictive behavior. But it's also preparing you for these days in life, you know, that are, are going to be difficult, you know. So these raindrops are going to come and, and those clouds are going to come back and you have to be ready to handle it. And that's what recovery pr- prepares us for. Um, so going on, let's see. Sooner or later it comes, as quick as it comes, it'll go. Whatever is blocking the sun, only for a moment. Running away from my past, it's pushing me out of my zone, pulling me under the gun into the unknown. So essentially that's what I just said. Sooner or later it comes. Something's going to come back. As quick as it comes, it'll go. So if you're in recovery, these negative things will come. They'll hit you. And you should feel those feelings, but we have to find a way to get through them without resorting back to gambling or drinking or drugs or whatever it is. Whatever's blocking the sun only for a moment, it will only be there temporarily. We will get back to the sunlight, to our happiness, only for a moment, running away from my past, pushing me out of my zone, pulling me under the gun into the unknown. So, we can't run away from our past anymore. We have to, you know, at first dive head into it, figure out why we've done what we've done. For me, that was going to therapy, like I've talked about. So, you know, the song goes on, kind of repeats itself. Um, one last part here is ready to go outside and to be living life instead of watching out the window. So to me, that's putting the work in, deciding you want to get into recovery and deciding you want to better your life. And that's what I've done. That's what I want to do. And that's what I do on a daily basis. And that's why I share a lot of this with with you all. This life of recovery means a lot to me and where I am today. So, so far we have Dig by Incubus, Dodging Raindrops by 311. Uh, I'll do one more song that has meant a lot to me in my recovery. And then I'll kind of go over my song that I wrote recently that I played on... um, 
all in the Addictive Gamblers podcast. Thanks, Brian. Um, so this last song is called Better Now by the Juliana Theory. They're a lesser known band than Incubus and 311. Um, these guys actually broke up for a while. I think they recently got back together last year, potentially. But either way, it doesn't matter. So I'm just going to read this the lyrics in this song, and then I'll kind of give my synopsis of why it has helped me in my recovery and why it's meant a lot to me. So the lyrics are, hold on, don't speak the word surrender, won't sink towards defeat. I know when you're on a bender that you're just searching for peace and how a heavy heart always weighs you down. It's hard to breathe at night with no one around. So I'll stay by your side, never let you down so that you never drown. Can you hold out? Because it's getting better now. It's getting better now. Hold on. Even though you don't know how, it's getting better and better and better. So hold on. Trust everyone got issues just creeping underneath. Secret sleeping demons. No one even sees them. But you can show yours to me. I know it'd be easy to shut me out, but I hope you can see when you're crying out that you can count on me when you're losing count and I'm standing closest when you're at your lowest. And then it kind of repeats back and forth. Um, so to me, don't speak the word surrender won't sink towards your defeat. That's, um, to me, I mean, we have to surrender to our addiction. Uh, we have to admit our defeat. Um, but it says, I know when you're on a bender that you're searching for peace. So that could mean when you're out gambling heavy, like we did, or when you're drinking heavily or using drugs heavily, that you're searching for peace. Something is dragging you down. Something is making you feel so bad about yourself that the only thing that can bring you any semblance of peace is this negative behavior. Uh, it's hard to breathe at night with no one around. You know, when you're in your addiction, you could be surrounded by people that love you. You feel alone. I can't tell you how many times I'd be around my entire family deep in my addiction and just feeling alone and isolated on this island that I put myself on. Um, so I'll stay by your side, never let you down so that you never drown. Can you hold out? You know, to me, that could be anyone in your life that wants to help you out. You just have to decide that you want the help. So my wife has been incredible. She's been by my side this entire time. Through my addiction, like I had said in the past, I never thought anyone could love me for being an addict or being a recovering addict, compulsive gambler, whatever. But, uh, you know, I've always loved my wife, but my love for her has grown exponentially just seeing how she's handled this and how just much she's been there for me. She has been so supportive, even with her own struggles through this. And I can't thank her enough. She's, she's been everything to me. Um, so before I get into my song, I just want to talk about, like I just mentioned, when I was in my addiction, I always felt alone, even being around large groups of people. 
just want to kind of go over, uh, for example, like just this past weekend, we went and we got a tree. So we met some friends. We went to a, a Christmas tree farm. We got um, cut the Christmas tree down. We got way too big of a tree. It was like the Griswold Christmas. <laughs> um, yeah, we have like a eight foot ceiling tops. And I think I got like a 10 foot tree. <laughs> so, but anyway, so we went, we had a good time. Uh, we all got our trees. We went and did some stuff at the Christmas tree farm, rode a tractor, um, got the kids some snacks. Um, then we came home, my wife and my two boys, and proceeded to set the tree up after I, of course, had to cut like several feet off of it to get it to fit. Massive tree, but it ended up working out beautifully. Uh, and then after dinner, we all went down, put the lights on, put the ornaments on. We, uh, the kids had a great time. My wife and I had a great time. I was able to be present and really enjoy every moment of it, watching my children, putting the uh, ornaments on, dancing to Christmas music, really just being able to enjoy life. And uh, I, I could not do that if I was still in my addiction. I'm so thankful for recovery. I'm so thankful for where I'm at today. And uh, yeah, it was just wonderful, you know, putting the star up, all getting to decorate the tree. Um, once it was all lit up, get, getting to sit down and just really enjoy those moments with family, which I hadn't been able to do for a while. And because of recovery and because of everything I've been doing uh, each day, I really can not only love those moments, love my kids, love my wife. I've always loved my kids and my wife, uh, but now I can really love who I am today. I don't have anything, any negative thoughts running through my head anymore. And, and that's when you truly, truly can love your life and, and love people properly when you learn to love yourself. Um, so anyways, I'll just quickly go over my song. Um, it is called to be set free. Um, the lyrics are, on my own, I fall alone, drop the phone into the unknown. So for me, on my own, I fall alone. I tried on my own to beat this addiction many times and always fell. Drop the phone into the unknown. You know, I was a daily fantasy sports gambler. So, you know, basically just dropping my phone, putting it down, and let's just see where we go from here. Um, I don't know where this path will lead. I really don't care. I can't take this anymore. Take me anywhere. I know that this is where I go to feel alive. Um, I don't know where this path will lead. I really don't care take me any anywhere basically so to me i was just so done with my gambling addiction i wanted to move on i wanted to move past it i didn't really care where i, I would go at this point just take me anywhere um yeah so you know i think i will actually get further into my song i'll probably do a 
a shorter episode where I, I play the song and kind of go over it. Um, I, uh, I have to re-record it basically. Um, if you want to hear a version of it, you can go listen to, uh, Brian's podcast, uh, all in the addicted gamblers podcast is at the end of the episode 274. He just put it out. But like I said, I'm probably going to record it. I'll go over the lyrics, um, in detail. Um, but yeah, so those three songs, Dig by Incubus, Dodging Raindrops by 311, Better Now by the Juliana Theory. And there's so many more that really have meant a lot to me. And um, music has just been a, a huge part of my life in general. I've been playing music for most of my life. And it really has brought me a lot of happiness and peace and comfort. I love playing my guitar. I love writing songs. I, I just love being a musician, being artistic. And when I finished this past song, uh, it, it really felt, it just really felt good. So, um, yeah, so please, you know, I'd love to hear what songs you love, what songs you like, what songs make you happy, what songs have helped you in your recovery. Um, so like I said, reach out, uh, fantasy or reality at yahoo.com and let me know. Thank you very much, everyone. I'll talk to you soon. Here's where to get help. You can call or text 1-800-522-4700. That's the National Council on Problem Gambling. Or you could call 1-800-GAMBLER, 1-800-426-2537. This is where I found um, the link to my therapist through my local counselor. And then also, we cannot forget our affected others. My wife goes to Gammonon every week. And it's been a huge help to her. So anyone in your life who you feel like needs help or you've affected through your gambling, you can go to gammonon.org, G-A-M-A-N-O-N.org. The number is 718-352-1671.